Broadcasting from the News Radio 102.9 KARN Radio Center and Studio 1B, it is Guatney Unplugged with Scott Romine. Hey, Scott here. Hope you're having a great Saturday. Excited to talk to our first guest here. He is extremely talented guy, Greg Wall, Wall Handmade Knives. He makes all kinds of, any kind of knife you can think of, he can actually make it from scratch. How are you, Greg? Yeah, doing real good. Where did the interest in knives come from? Mm, I, I've always really been interested in, you know, knives, knife making. Um, you know, I made the first knife probably when I was around 12 years old. So, But it was a hobby, you know, um, that, that kind of took off, um, you know, a few years ago. I've been a full-time knife maker now for six years. And I've been making knives um, professionally for nine years. So, what were some knives as a kid you tried to make, or were you trying to replicate certain <laughs> styles? I gotta wonder. No, you know, no, it was just uh, basically, uh, you know, out in the dad shop with uh, some broke saw blades and you know just trying to make something that looked like a knife. So yeah, yeah. At that point, you know. Well, one of the most famous knives is a Bowie knife, and I understand you're actually related to him somehow. Yeah, I, I can't remember. Um, my great-grandmother is actually Sarah Matilda Bowie, and she is in the... There, there's two, two lines there in the Bowie clan. One is a Maryland clan, and the other one is the Louisiana clan. Sarah Matilda Bowie is from the Maryland branch of the Bowie's, but we all go back to the same um, great, 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 you know, granddad, I guess, which was John L. Bowie. So that's pretty neat. So tell it, me it, about it, it, that's pretty neat. That's cool that you're a knife maker related to, I mean, the guy that invented the Bowie knife, you know? Yeah, and it's. Uh, it may have, it it all fell into place kindly, you know. It was literally uh, my dad had passed away about six years ago, and I literally inherited the family trunk with the with all the family Bibles. Mm -hmm. And at this point, I've been making knives for maybe five years at that point, and nobody in the family really mentioned that you know we were kin to Jim Bowie, which I thought was odd. Yeah. But, you know, when I started asking around the relatives, oh, yeah, 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 you know, we're kind of the boobies. Kind of a lot of people, but. You, you kind of thought that would have come up sooner, you know? Yeah. And my dad would walk up and literally watch me make knives, and he never mentioned it. It, it never was important, I guess, in the family, believe it or not. That's and strange. It, it was just. I mean, it was just a fact that the family knew, and, you know, it, it's funny. <laughs> it blowed me away when I found the picture, and literally on the back, it said Sarah Matilda Bowie, and... Um, Best kept and secret, I guess. And to Colonel Bowie, and that got the interest going, and um, about a year later, we had the lineage through Ancestry.com, you know, so... Yeah, yeah. Everybody does submits that DNA, and you could just see it. You know. Uh, well, DNA is neat. Yeah, it is. Can, so, 
Did you get to handle a real Bowie knife or something or inspect one at some point in time? Yeah, we we uh, were invited down to the uh, Texas Ranger Museum, and they had been gifted a Bowie knife that was given to a, uh, a Captain Lacey by Resin Bowie. Now, this was after Jim Bowie's famous deal at the Alamo. Sure. He were killed and was already a, a folk hero at that point anyway. And um, got got to, we probably stayed there, well, we stayed at the museum most of the day and spent about half of it uh, with, with that particular knife making patterns so I could, they wanted an educational buoy that people could handle. Sure. That would resemble the, um, the buoy that's uh, displayed there that was given to uh, Captain Lacey. Are there many real buoy knives in existence? Not, not that I, I mean, there's a lot of buoy knives, none that can, I don't think there's any that can be, um, Trace back to to him the, the buoy, the, to the buoys resin buoy um, that that was you know speculative um, and it literally you know th- there there's a lot of buoys buoy knives that that claim that pedigree but I'm you know with the documentation it's just really hard to say one way or the other whether it's you know they're there or not sure. Know? So when you inspected the real thing, were you kind of surprised at the uh, the the quality of its build or what could be done with, I guess, limited resources back then? Mm, this knife was not, um, this knife was an, an elegant knife for the time period. Mm-hmm. So it didn't appear to be handmade. It appeared to be some sort of machine made, which would have been typical of that time period uh, coming out of the Sherfield, England type factories. Um, the, but the blade handle, you know, everything was the engraving, um, you know, everything felt right about the knife. Sure. It was, uh, you know, it was very well made. For that age, had very little looseness, but it was a, you know, it was where the horn handle had, you know, dried mm-hmm. up for a better word. Sure. Drunk. Yeah. But, so. What's your but favorite kind of knife to build? Uh, I love the Bowie knives. I mean, as far as being elegant and pretty, uh, you know, can't beat a stag handled Bowie knife. You know, and I make several different versions of. The Bowie knives, so. You know, I notice on these sites, like, you know, what you do, and it seems to be there's a several different metals that people use. How important is picking the right metal, and how do you, how do you determine if you're going to use, what, 440 or D2? I don't even know what the difference is. How do you decide that, and what do you get with the different ones? Well, the different steels... Um, you know, and I'm I'm not a chemist, and, and but they all have their chemistry. You know, the 440C I believe has um, probably more chromium in it, so it makes it more of a rust-resistant steel. Whereas a D2 has been around quite a while, and you know the the old D2 steels um, 
it's just basically a high-speed tool steel. And the chemical makeup is what actually makes the steel when they when they do the uh, do their thing at actually making the steels in the steel mills. So, you know, the chemical makeup. But I typically, you know, question the person about what are they going to do with it? Are they close to the sea? <laughs> you know, salt water corrodes uh, high-speed steels and it corrodes tool steels pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at the end of the day, it still cuts. Yeah, that's that's true. But but people do have their choice. I guess you could make any of these yeah. styles out of yeah. a preferred metal. Yeah, yeah. I got to ask you about the popularity of movie knives. And honestly, this is what drew me to your website because, you know, we've, we've lost Jimmy Lyle. We're in Arkansas. He was an Arkansan. And you seem to really carry on the tradition of what he was doing with unbelievable quality from everything i can i can tell were the movie knives something that really interested you uh, at first not so much but you know if you're trying to make a living uh, making knives you tend to make what people want sure <laughs> and you know the, the the first blood knife series uh, it's probably the most recognized knife in the world. And, you know, I, I make these knives and, you know, very blessed and they, they, they get sent all over the world. Literally. That's incredible. I mean, and the first blood, the first bloods are the, the most popular, you know, knives. I've always heard that first blood kind of saved the knife industry. Probably did. I mean, it, it, you know, it was what you would see in in the magazines. Uh, you know, all of the top makers had so, some form of survival knife at that point. You know, it was uh, it was a fad, and it's still going on today. Matter of fact, I'm working on a, a Sly Two, a First Blood, and a Mission knife today in the shop. How, how long does it t- take you to make one Rambo knife? Uh, I usually have to make probably four to six at a time um, now, you know. So you're looking at probably, you know, when yours comes up, um, the order comes up, um, you know, somewhere around three weeks in the process. Of, but like I say, I usually make four to six at a time, so... I got you. You know, all of my work is by hand. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's no mechanical readouts, mechanical machines that actually does the the work for me, like a CNC machine. So it's and that I get, and that's how Lyle would have made the originals, correct? Uh, It's my understanding, and 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 I'm no expert on Jimmy Lyle, but I I believe he was a. a machinist himself, a professional machinist. Mm-hmm. So he would have had access to, a, you know, a lot of the the machines, um, some CNC machines, um, you know, that would help him create the the knives. So I'm curious. He, he was an excellent knife maker. And oh yeah, he did make handmade knives also. The but I think with the you know the first blood, a lot of it has to be. Uh, 
CNC machine because you can't make that Phillips driver screw tip without one. So ah, yeah, the, in the handle there's screwdrivers, correct? In the hilt, uh, but the hilt has a, a Phillips driver on top and a blade screwdriver on the bottom, and and that's uh, you know typical first blood pattern. So. Mm-hmm. And I guess people just mainly. Like I want to get one from you at some point. They they just want to collect the thing, right? I mean, I guess that's kind of yeah. it's kind of like fine watches or you know. Yeah, it, it's a big deal. Um, there, there's a big following of first blood Rambo people in Europe. Um, really? Surprised? They'll have a whole cabinet, like a. Uh, curio cabinet full of Rambo pictures, Rambo knives from different makers. Um, of course, the, um, you know, they, they collect the bow, the arrows from mm-hmm. Mission 2 knives. Uh, it's a very, uh, it's a very uh, wide array of interest. There's a huge following. We actually had David Morell on the show here a few months ago, and and. It, Honestly, he said, I didn't put a knife in the first movie, in the book. That was not his idea. He says, I wish I would have, but I just <laughs> didn't think about it, you know? Yeah. Um, that was a thing, something they had put in the film. I want to ask you about the difference, because when people just start to look into this a little bit, and of course, Rambo's knife is, is extremely popular, but there's a couple of different versions. Can you kind of tell us what the differences are and, and when the other ones came along? Well, like I say, I'm I'm not a, a film expert, um, but you know the first blood I believe was the first um, first one that really got it started. You know, with the oh yeah, first blood knife, and um, of course Jimmy Lyle made those, and I believe he made like thirteen maybe originals or something like that, and you know stamped them as as is that. And, I think you're right. Thirteen. I've got the book about him. I think he one of thirteen, two of thirteen, and the movie yeah, I yeah, believe got thirteen. Drawing, just, I, you know, you probably couldn't buy one today if you had the money. No, any amount of money, you know, because people want to hold on to them. So, but uh, the first blood, and then I believe uh, I, I really don't know if the slide two, which is more of a first blood with just a lugged hilt came next or if it was the mission two knives the, the black knife you see that looks like a giant buoy knife that, that uh, i believe the slide two was never in a film i think that was something he it's, it's very well possible I, like i say i'm not a, a movie expert so but uh, so to recreate them as well as you have did you ever get your hands on an original lyle i guess oh yeah 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 i've 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 redone numerous Lyle knives. That was one of the things I done early on, is uh, you know re reblasted them and rewrapped them. So, I, like rest- restoration work. I never restore, thought about yeah. that for a knife. Yeah, huh. well, a lot of people, you know, it's uh, you know they they like something pristine, and a lot of these knives got used hard. I mean, you know. When he went into production with them, you know, they probably made hundreds, if not thousands, of them out of his shop. 
and they got into circulation, and people used the heck out of them. So, you know, the the bead blasting would would get wore off, or somebody would some grandkid would take take it to a grindstone and. <laughs> <you know. laughs> well, they probably weren't thinking about the collectability of the thing. No, no, because uh, you know uh, he was there and available, and you could buy them right out of the back of the field and stream and the outdoor life books and you know so people used them the one i want to get from you is and i've never touched one of these in person or even seen one is the life support is the, the the knife from the commando film uh jack crane how did you come up with with re rebuilding that 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 knife uh, again it's uh you know it's customer driven um you know, you have somebody that says, hey, can you make this knife? And, you know, I do a little research and, um, you know, it's uh, no longer available. Of course, uh, Mr. Crane has mm-hmm. passed away also. Yep. And, uh, and the knives are not available, readily available. And, um, you know, it's just recreating something that, that you know, a customer wants, and then you post a picture on social media, and then the next thing you know, you know, it's in the lineup. <laughs> yeah. As a standard, uh, you know, knife that you make and sell. So. so if somebody wants to order a wall-made knife, what do they need to do? Uh, basically, I have a good website. It's just wallknives.com. You can order directly off of it, um, or just, you know, if you have something special, just send a, uh, has a contact link on that website. Just shoot me an email and say, hey, this is a knife I'd like to have made, and, you know, I'll either say I can make it or I can't. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. as simple as that. Hey, so yeah. good to talk to you. You do fantastic work, and uh, I appreciate it. Definitely want to uh, drive people over there. Check out your website. And you're also on Facebook, correct? I, I'm easy to find. Okay. Really awesome. Well, go check him out. Greg Wall, handmade handmade knives. Scott Romine for Guatney Unplugged. We'll be right back. <laughs> 